This week's sponsor is absolutely perfect for true crime fans, especially those of us that love a twisty, turny murder mystery. June's Journey is a game set in the Roaring Twenties. June's sister Claire and her husband Harry were found dead, and June is certain that they've been murdered. Now she must travel to New York, where her sister's estate was, to look after her niece and solve the mystery of Claire's death. You go along the journey with June, searching for hidden objects in different locations from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris, uncovering hidden clues to solve the mystery as you go. I'm already on chapter six and the mystery has gotten so good. I cannot wait to uncover more clues. I'm also loving how you get to customize your very own luxurious estate island. That's right. Let your imagination run wild as you decorate your island with expansive gardens and beautiful buildings. My pool is literally insane. It has a waterfall. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. Today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. I don't know the first thing about investing my money, and it is all so overwhelming, I wouldn't even know where to begin. I love that Acorns makes it so easy, and how you don't need a lot of money to get started. So head to acorns.com creepers, or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com creepers. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC, Acorns, is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC. Member FINRA SIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. By the way... If something ever happens to me and I die, like, on the side of the road or whatever, please do not memorialize the place that I died. Put put me somewhere that I enjoy. I don't want to, like, hang out here on the side of this highway. If I die, I want both. Oh, thank you. Well, I would like uh, to be memorialized in the middle of the road where everybody (laughs) driving by can be thinking about me. Okay. But I would also like to be cremated and... um, Right on Lake Austin, probably, actually. Which I think that is illegal. I think I know people that won't get caught. It's only the city's water supply, okay? You don't want to know how many family members I got floating around in Galveston Bay. That's all I'm saying. Welcome to another episode of True Crime Creepers, where we talk about all the real-life creeps, from serial killers to con artists. I'm Kristen, the true crime fanatic who loves to tell these stories. Don't you know that you're toxic? And I'm MoGab, the true crime newbie who hasn't heard any of them. (laughs) Except for part one of this one. This episode is sponsored by Pros. Supporting our sponsors really helps support the show. A couple of years ago, I decided it was probably time I figure out some kind of skincare routine, but the problem was, and has always been, too many options. I don't know exactly what I need or what's best for me and my skin. So thus far, my solution has been to just buy a skincare line off the shelf and hope it helps. 
But that's all about to change when my custom skincare from Pros comes in. Each and every bottle of Pros custom hair and skincare is made to order and personalized with a unique blend of naturally powerful and proven effective ingredients to meet your needs. In fact, in a third-party, double-blind, dermatologist-supervised, controlled clinical study, aka the gold standard in research studies, Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or get your money back. Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so that you can see the difference custom care can make. That's 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash creepers. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash creepers for your free consultation and 50% off your one-of-a-kind formulas. Pros.com slash creepers. This is part two of the Free Britney Movement. Last week, I told you all about Britney's family, her rise to stardom, and how every male reporter in the 90s and early aughts, plus Diane Sawyer, really (laughs) should be fully ashamed of themselves. I concur, yes. (laughs) She went through some tough times and had some erratic behavior, uh, but it wasn't until a year after that that she was put under a 5150 mental health hold. She was released, but soon they had her in there again. And this time, her dad, Jamie Spears, had petitioned the court to place a temporary conservatorship over Britney. And I talked all about the conservatorships and the control they have over Britney in part one. So if you haven't listened to part one, make sure you do that first. Go there first. That was a great summary. You only left out one thing. Oh, what did I leave out? That I think people need to be reminded of. I mean, I left out a million things, like go listen to part one, but right, what? <laughs> but I think it is imperative for the listeners to know, in case they don't, that Jamie Lynn, Brittany's younger <laughs> sister, is named after Jamie, Brittany's father, and Lynn, her mother. And also that Britney Spears had a brother. Who knew? Really? Brian. Brian Spears. He, yeah, he stayed out of the limelight pretty well. So I wanted to start this episode reading a letter that Brittany wrote in 2008, 2009, right around the time, the like maybe a year, maybe two years after the conservatorship had started. It was published recently in the last couple of years in the Daily Mail, and it's written in third person, but Brittany wrote it. And it's the only time that I've really seen that Brittany has spoken for herself. So I wanted to read this letter. Go ahead. What happened to Brittany was a year ago, and people need to get with the times. And as far as Kevin saying Brittany, Kevin referring to Kevin Federline, her ex-husband. Oh, I know about (laughs) K-Fed. As far as Kevin saying Brittany divorced him, she was forced to by her lawyers. And her lawyers said if she doesn't divorce him, he's going to do it himself. Her going on the mend partying two years ago has nothing to do with the situation now, which I think referring to her going out with Paris Hilton, Lindsay Lohan, that whole time. She is a completely different person, and most of their fighting was done back then because of his problem waking and baking to marijuana at five in the morning. No one talks about these things because no one knows the truth. Her behavior when her children got taken away because of her locking herself in the bathroom is understandable, considering her friend at the door kept telling her the cops are leaving. Don't worry. Stay in the bathroom. She was lied to and set up. 
Her children were taken away and she did spin out of control, which any mother would in those circumstances. Her next visit took a toll as well. She wasn't listening to her manager. He lost control, so he wanted to scare her. Now this year, Brittany has been silenced to speak about anything that's really going on. And I think that's talking about the conservatorship and how she's not allowed to talk about it. For sure. Talk about anything that's really going on. The people controlling her life have made $3 million this year. If she speaks up, she is threatened. She would love for new eyes to see her situation, but if she brings it up, she's constantly threatened that the conservators will take her kids away. So how long does this go on? As long as the people are getting paid and she has no rights, it could go on for a while, but it doesn't make it right at all. Everyone is very quick to put a gloomy eye on Brittany. Brittany has given her brother a $2 million apartment, her mother a $4 million estate in Louisiana, and her father the best job in show business. She's a very giving person and would love to get the respect she deserves. Two things. One, and this is not a slight Louisiana. I love that place. But I didn't know that there was anything that's $4 million in Louisiana. That's my first thought. Second thought, that well, letter. Well, probably like you got to think about like um, plantations, like those giant yeah. mansions. I mean, that's it's literally the Louisiana Purchase right there. $400 million. <laughs> I mean, that's a whole state. <laughs> Second, that letter, I know it's written by her and it's – is this like handwritten? Are you reading a handwritten letter? Yes, it's a handwritten letter that the Daily Mail pub- published. And I'll link that in the show notes. And it was written to a friend of hers who he he like worked on the lighting or was a – I think he worked the lighting for her show. And they were really close friends. Okay. And she had written that letter to him. And then I guess a couple of years ago, he finally decided to release it. Okay, so that makes more sense to me because I'm like – This letter feels very lackluster if this is like her chance to make a statement out for, but okay. She has never spoken publicly about this. Okay. Ever. This is the closest that I have seen to, uh, besides court documents. Right. But like her addressing her behavior. Yeah. Where you can see how she feels about all of this. Just, it left a lot to be desired to me. I really wanted her to like go in on more. I just, yeah, but she's she doesn't she's writing to a friend. She's not trying to prove herself in anything right here, so that makes sense. Right. All right. So, like I said when we left off in part 1, Brittany had been put on a 5150 hold, which is a mental health hold, and by the time she was released, Jamie Spears, her father, had been granted a temporary conservatorship over her person and her estate, along with attorney Andrew Wallet, um but he was only ever over her estate. He wasn't over her person. Yeah, because his last name is Wallet. So I, know. <laughs> I feel like that's I know. very I've fitting. never heard of that last name. But right. I agree. Before this, Jamie was not a huge figure in her life. He was barely around. In the documentary, Framing Britney on Hulu, mm-hmm. the woman in charge of marketing for Jive Records said the only thing Jamie ever said to her was, and this was early on, My daughter's going to be so rich, she's going to buy me a boat. Ew. I know. She said Jamie was never there. It was always Lynn. And let's also not forget, Jamie is someone that could not manage to keep a job or a business afloat and had substance abuse issues himself. But he is now in control 
of every aspect of Britney's life, from her finances to her personal life. I just don't get that. I just don't understand why it wouldn't be a, a third party, like just a random, like attorney, third party, a company, whatever. And I think like that's really what the free Britney movement wants. We we want her to be totally free from the conservatorship. The we conservatorship are you part of the movement? Hell yeah! Free, hashtag free Britney. Okay, so I'm doing this episode. But I think that we all know that's not going to happen. I don't ever see the conservatorship really ending. But is it that he's never going to give it up because then the cash flow to him stops? I don't know why he wants it so bad. In Lynn Spears' book, Through the Storm, Lynn kind of spills the tea in this book, in this book she wrote. Okay, Lynn. And she said, Lou Taylor, who we don't like her. Okay. Boo Lou. She'd been planning this converse, uh, this conservatorship for weeks ahead of time, and there are a lot of people that say that Lou Taylor was the real mastermind behind the conservatorship, and she talked Jamie into going through with it. She also tried to put Lindsay Lohan under a conservatorship, under Dina Lohan. <laughs> okay. I could not imagine Dina Lohan controlling my life. Since the conservatorship's been put in place the last 13 years... Lou Taylor's assets have doubled. <gasps> Is she still? Because, I mean, Brittany can't fire anyone. She can't fire anybody Mm-mm. on her team. Mm-mm. So this yeah, is just no, like people draining Brittany's account. Not draining it, obviously. but No, they've actually grown her. They really have grown her estate. It's not like they're just stealing money from her. But they are making so much money off of her. I mean, yeah. The day after the conservatorship was granted in early February 2008, her 5150 was extended to a 5250, which means she was being held for an additional 14 days. But she was actually only held for another week before she was released and went to stay at the Beverly Hills Hotel. And release from these holds, these mental health holds, it is contingent until the time runs out. If you're released early, that means that those doctors have found you. Yeah, someone has to clear to, you. Yes, that they have cleared you, that they have decided they're, that you are not a danger to yourself or others. So she's not a danger to herself or others, but still under this conservatorship, which was temporary, yeah. quote, unquote. Her parents also filed a restraining order against Sam Lutfi, which, if you'll remember, was the guy that Brittany met that suddenly started telling everyone he was her new manager. Her parents said that he had essentially moved into Britney's home, had taken control of her life, her home, her finances. They alleged that he drugged Britney, cut her home phone line, and removed her cell phone chargers. <laughs> LOL, home phone lines. Were they romantically <sighs> involved? No, they say no. And Sam says no, but he moved into her house. He yelled at her, they said. They said that he claimed to control everything, including Britney's business manager, her attorneys, and the security guards at the gate. I mean, how does one person have that much power? Security guards, you know? Like, come on. And Sam was always kind of portrayed as this Svengali-type character who would pull this on different people but i'm like come on this is britney spears we're talking about this isn't like some up-and-coming little pop singer but 
He also came into Britney's life when she was part at the during the time when she's like partying with Paris Hilton. It mm. was I think it was right after her Gimme More VMA performance. Like it was when she was in an incredibly vulnerable period. She's about to lose her kids, custody of her kids. Right. She had just gotten divorced. Really, really tough, really vulnerable time. And I think he swooped in and made her think he was going to take care of it now. Britney's and there's Fingalis, truly. It's a whole thing. Right. I mean, for real. Sam, for his part, he says that he was trying to get her off of drugs, that he wasn't drugging her, and he'd even made her promise that she'd quit when he agreed to be her manager. He said he even brought drug-sniffing dogs to her house when he moved in. <laughs> what? I mean, maybe. Yeah. Seems extreme. I feel like her parents' story of him hiding her phone chargers is a lot more believable than his story of drug-sniffing dogs. I just also can't imagine, like, Britney Spears is, like, trying to charge her phone and she just doesn't have chargers, so she just has no, like, salt. I don't know. I just, hello, you're freaking Britney Spears. Right. You know? One of the things that a conservatorship protects against is people at risk of undue influence. Basically protecting against people that might scam someone vulnerable for their money. This is usually concerning like someone changing their will or a trust or something like that because they were convinced to do so by this scam artist. Right, like someone elderly. Yeah. Or undue influence was a real concern for Britney's parents because of Sam Lutvey. They seemed to be worried that she would just sign over her fortune to him or something. But that that literally wasn't even possible because her money was all in a revocable trust already. That her brother Brian and a lawyer were trustees for that trust. Like her, she'd had this in place since before she even married Kevin. Her money was fine. It was protected. She couldn't, even if she wanted to, she couldn't have just gone over and signed Mm -hmm. it. There was no danger of her suddenly signing her money over to Sam. If that's really what they were worried about. Well, yeah. And I, I get that. I, I understand why parents would be concerned about that, especially if you're, you know, a millionaire, billionaire, but you don't want her to sign it over to someone else. So instead, you're just going to be in charge of it. Like, how is that any more fair? Well, I'll tell you. Did I tell you last time? (laughs) Retell me. Did you forget when her dad set up this conservatorship, when he filed for the conservatorship, do you remember the reason he put the box he checked? Of why she should have this conservatorship. He, uh, give me options. Prefer Uh, multiple choice. Okay. A, bipolar disorder. B, schizophrenia. C, dementia. (gasps) C, it's always C. I forgot. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Like, girls yes. can remember the words to all these songs and all these dance moves and all this other stuff. Dementia. I'm, yeah, he I'm said weak. she had early, like, early onset dementia. She was, at the time, this was uh, 13 years ago. She's 39. You do the math. What is that, 26, 27? But she has dementia at 27 years old. Dementia. I mean, listen, I'm at 33 and I've got gray hairs. I'm in physical therapy for my hip. And <laughs> I still can't find some stuff I misplaced. So... 
I mean, I get that, but like, no. That is a different than <laughs> dementia. And I get early onset dementia happens. I don't know like how early that happens. When I think of early onset, I think of like 40s. Mm-hmm. Maybe it can happen in your 20s. Don't know. Not a doctor. But it's not happening to Britney Spears. She's out there like working to have online tests for it. Did he administer this online test? Okay, what he did was on this form for the conservatorship, he checked the box that said, like, that she has dementia. And then it said he checked a box that said that he would be providing the paperwork to prove that later, like, when they go to court. Oh, will he? Well, he – I don't – well, first of all, I don't think he did because she doesn't have dementia. yeah. I don't think there was a doctor out there that would say that she had dementia. But also now he's not saying that she has dementia. Like, that's not a thing in any of the – like, her dementia is gone. It's cured oh, itself. Oh, it just cured itself. According to Google, it's early onsets is 40s or 50s. Okay, 40s. see, that's what I thought. 40s, not late 20s. That would be, like, a medical anomaly. That would be a tragedy, you know? Yeah. That wouldn't be – Oh, my God, my 27-year-old daughter has dementia. Let's put her on tour. Yeah, like, why? Like, let's go get her assistance. Right. So the court granted this restraining order against Sam, but he never seemed to really go away. He's popped up in restraining orders as recently as 2019. That one was an 81-page brief, which accused Lutfi of a years-long campaign of attempting to insinuate himself into Ms. Spears' life with disastrous results for her. It's offensive they could call anything that's 81 pages a brief. (laughs) I know. Like, what's the long version? Why is he still coming up in these things? Like, isn't he long gone? Isn't he been fired and kicked to the curb? Yeah, but... I feel like they're using him as a reason to keep the conservatorship going because this is what this said. This was in 2018, okay? It said, beginning over a decade ago, Lutfi began pretending to have a professional association with Ms. Spears, even falsely claiming, this is an illegal document, even falsely claiming to have been her manager, when in reality, he was only a parasite attempting to gain attention by associating himself with her celebrity and attempting to keep her isolated and under his influence. Only... Through the intervention of the conservatorship years ago and obtaining a temporary restraining order, was he effectively extracted from her life and her well-being restored? I'll bet. I know. And I'll bet it was more the restraining order than the conservatorship that extracted him from her life. (laughs) Apparently, they were not in a romantic relationship. I don't know what what their relationship status was. It's complicated. I think that they were. I always thought that they were in a relationship. But – I don't I don't have any idea. But I'm sorry, just because you don't like and you think that your daughter's partner is harmful, that doesn't mean that you can put them under a conservatorship and suddenly control all their whole life. Like reach out, try to help them. There are resources that we've given in many other episodes. I was gonna say you should intervene appropriately. (laughs) Domestic abuse. Yeah. The restraining order, excellent idea. Get a restraining order against him. It's just so clear that they're just throwing everything out to see what sticks. Like, oh, dementia. Oh, this guy over here. Oh, she, you know, she's going to sign all of her money. I mean, there's just like every single thing. We're just going to put it out there. And I feel bad because this 
got, I mean, maybe he's not a good person, but he sounds very much like he got caught up in being blamed and being the distraction for them to continue something that it sounds like they had in the works for a very long time. I 1000% do not feel sorry for Sam Luffy. Right. He probably was trying to insinuate him and was a parasite bleaching off of Brittany. Probably he was. But so so are her parents. Right. So in the documentary, they interview this lawyer, Adam Streisand, who represented Brittany for a very, very short time at the beginning of the conservatorship. And he said, you know, the whole world knew at this time that her father was trying to establish this conservatorship over her. So he went and met with Brittany. He was wondering if Brittany even had the ability to hire him or take his advice because they're trying to put this conservatorship over her. That's for people that don't have sound judgment, that can't make decisions for themselves. They need other people to do so. So he went and met with her thinking, can she, is she even mentally able to hire me? And he says that Brittany understood what was going on. She knew this conservatorship was going to happen and there wasn't much that she could do about it. Adam's impression, this uh, lawyer, his impression was that she had pretty sound judgment. And she told Adam, she told him at the very beginning of this thing that she did not want her father to be her conservator. Yeah. That was her one request. She wanted it to be a professional, somebody independent, not her parent. Did she say anything about her mom? Like, would she have been okay with it being her mom and not her dad, or was it just both? I don't know if she said anything about her mom. at the From the very beginning, it should have been Lynn anyway. It should have been a third party. Right. Uh, it shouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> Let's back it up. Literally, Jamie would be the last person. Right. And just to be clear, her sister and brother, there's no, like – oversight on their lives this is just strictly Brittany. like she is just her yeah oh yeah Mm -hmm. just her Brittany also didn't want her father to be the conservator over her person because this would be someone who would have control over her medical care and treatment decide who can and cannot visit her retain security guards for her 24 hours a day so basically keeping her under lock and key Right. They have the power to access medical doctors. They can take control of her house. They can even cancel her credit cards. They can make recording, touring, and TV deals for her and are deeply involved in her finances. She did not want that at all, and she did not want it to be her dad. The day they went to court, the judge said that he had a medical report that he wouldn't show Adam. Adam hadn't seen it, and he wouldn't show it to Adam but that it said that she was not capable of retaining counsel and directing counsel on her own. And so Adam would not be allowed to represent her. She would have to have a court-appointed attorney. I mean, Brittany Spears with a court-appointed attorney. And this is so weird, considering doctors had released her early from both her 5150 and 5250s. And Adam felt that based on her interactions – She was capable of retaining him and that the judge should have let that happen. But he still doesn't know what's in that report. So he said he just had to respect that. Why couldn't he ask Brittany to obtain the report? I mean, it wouldn't matter if he looked at it like it wouldn't matter. The judge had looked at it. He'd already decided. I just don't think it's real. I don't know what it is. I And we could sit here and speculate what is in that, which I just I think that. Well, I'm good at that. 
Sammy speculator. I know. And we can speculate about a whole lot of stuff, but I just don't think that we should speculate about what that medical report said. Right. Because I just, I don't think it matters. I don't think it matters what it said. I can't think of a single mental illness apart from actual full-on dementia, complete and total dementia. I can't think of a single medical reason that would mean that you would have to be under conservatorship like this. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to speculate what's in her medical record. Like, I'm sure there are things in there and that's her business, but I just don't know what could be in there if she was cleared. On from the 51 whatevers. Brittany is more indicative of other mental health issues. I'm not saying that she doesn't have mental health issues. I think she does. I think she needs help. Show me someone who doesn't have mental health issues. So Samuel D. Ingram became her court-appointed lawyer. Brittany basically accepted it because she was worried about seeing her kids. And a few weeks after the conservatorship, visitation with her kids was restored. Her kids, again and again and again and again, her kids are going to be used for her compliance over and over and over again. Yeah, I guess I don't really know the relationship with her and her kids. Like, it seems like I kind of keep forgetting that she has them. Yeah, she has two. Yeah. And she adores them. And oh, and she's lost complete custody of them. She has no custodial rights over them at all. So when is she seeing them? Well, after the conservatorship, she was given visitation. I don't know if it was supervised or not, but... It's like what inmates get. (laughs) Right. October 28th, 2008, 13 years ago, the conservatorship was made permanent. It was filed in February of 2008. By October, it's made permanent. Why? Ugh. Once the conservatee accepts the conservatorship, they can't just wake up one day and say, oh, I don't want this anymore. They have to file all these motions to try and prove that they don't need it anymore. And it's very rare for a conservatee to terminate a conservatorship. One of the attorneys familiar with conservatorships said they'd never heard of one being terminated once it was made permanent. But I, I want to ask them, have you ever heard of one on a 27-year-old? Yeah, like, is it because those others, those people die because they're so old or they have a Or they had degenerative diseases that they only got worse. Right. That's the difference. They used the excuse that Live Nation would not insure Britney without the conservatorship. So she wouldn't be able to do her circus tour. And that seems bonkers to me considering the plethora of celebrities that have had very public meltdowns or just flat out think they're God, like Kanye – and Live Nation has zero problem with them on tour without a conservatorship. Yeah. None of them are under conservatorships. That's such bullshit. Mm-hmm. Basically, the first thing that Jamie did as her conservator was sign her up for an MTV documentary called Britney for the Record. But this is somebody that you're so concerned with their mental health status. You're so concerned with their well-being that you have to put a legal document in place yeah. to control her every move. But let's get a camera crew right. in here to film her every waking moment. That right, yeah, doesn't you're make so any sense. worried about her, but you're going to basically give her a platform to like all of the world. Right, she's so mentally ill; she can't even be in charge of her own credit cards when she makes hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah, yeah. And it just shows you don't care. Like if she did have dementia or all these things, you're still making money off her. You're like booking. 
shows. If she has dementia, why are you putting her in a documentary? Right. And of course, he's so mad. I know. He's loud and proud in the documentary. The conservatorship doesn't specifically come up, but she does say, if I wasn't under the restraints I'm under right now, if that wasn't there, I'd feel so liberated. I'd feel like myself. She said, there's no excitement. There's no passion. She said, it's bad. And I'm sad. So she's definitely talking about that, right? They were kind of phrasing it that she was talking about fame. Uh. Keeping this hold on her. But yes. Yeah. I Yeah, she was talking about the conservatorship. Well, and maybe fame does feel like that. But it's because you have no outlet. Because you're not right. even choosing what your you're not even choosing your shows your schedule you have no control because of the conservatorship because you are famous right she also talked about how she let certain people into her life that she shouldn't have maybe because she was lonely but that most of the time people make mistakes and they're able to move on from them but that she's having to pay for her mistakes for a really long time yeah that's she said Even when you go to jail, there's an end date. Like, there's a date you're going to get out. But for her, there's no end. Oh, that's 100% the conservatorship then. Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Not her dementia. Right. Well, and she could get out of the limelight if she wanted to. Yeah. You know? Like, almost immediately, she's back at work. She's doing guest starring roles on TV shows like How I Met Your Mother, critically acclaimed guest starring roles also. She's recorded and released another album, Circus, and she goes on tour in 2009. Britney's capable of doing a documentary without coming across as mentally ill. Right. Headlining a tour, something that even I can see would be mentally and emotionally and physically draining, record two albums, and do guest appearances on TV shows within one year of this conservatorship being put in place, but she can't drive to Starbucks? Yeah, literally, I can barely make it through the work week. She can't decide who to eat. She can't decide who Who to to see. (laughs) Did I say who to eat? She can't decide (laughs) what to eat or who to see. Or who to eat, really. She she can make all this money, but she can't decide what to do with any of it. Yeah. That cousin she was with the night she attacked the car with the umbrella, Allie. Allie. She hasn't been allowed to see her since the conservatorship was put in place. Allie has recently spoken out and said, like, since all this free Britney stuff came out. And she said that Jamie threatened her with her life if she didn't cut off contact with Britney. So she just stopped answering her calls. Threatened who? Jamie threatened Britney or Allie? Oh, Allie. Allie. And she says she can't imagine how alone Britney must have felt then. (sighs) She made $58 million that year, by the way. But she needs her dad's permission to buy Starbucks. No, I need people's permission to buy Starbucks. I need to be cut off. You didn't make $58 million last year. You don't know my life. (laughs) You might be right, though. (laughs) <laughs> fine. I was gonna say if you have can I just have one of those can I just have one, it's one you can million. keep 57 million I just want one of them I would give it to you I'd give you a couple 
Same. Great. Now I've put I that out too. in the universe. Now it's on the record. If Look, I've already decided if I ever win like the Mega Millions Lottery, which I never will because I don't play. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but if I ever did, I would definitely give all of my like good close friends at least a million dollars so that we could all like – you know, Hang be rich together. together for a little while, right? Without it being like awkward, but with the caveat that that's it. Oh, Don't I'm ask gonna Anna Delby your ass. <laughs> in April of 2012, so at this point, the conservatorship's been in place about four years. Brittany was engaged to this guy, Jason Trawick. He had been her manager for the past four years, and he in 2012 gets added to the conservatorship over her person, like. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine having your dad and your fiance in charge of every single part of your life? No. It literally sounds like a nightmare. I don't have either of those. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I mean, like, for real. Awkward. By January of 2013, they called off their engagement, and there was this. a report by Radar that said that Brittany was so fragile, he had to go to Jamie to orchestrate the split because they didn't want her to, quote, lose it. Okay. So together, they had to plan him being removed from the conservatorship, moving out, announcing the breakup, and that Brittany didn't know any of it, except Brittany hadn't been wearing her engagement ring since December, and she hadn't been talking about her wedding since then either. So this just looks like another instance of Jamie trying to make Brittany look weak and too fragile to make any choices herself. Why was he ever even put on the conservatorship? I think he requested it. Also, what kind of engagement ring do you buy someone who made $58 million? Do you just like... Mail it in because it doesn't even matter, or do you just go with the largest thing? I'm gonna need to. Look um. That up. Well, you're probably buying it with her money, so <laughs> yeah. Since you're on the that. conservatorship, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also want to say sources matter if because if you're looking at a source close to Brittany, who's close to Brittany? Her team. Who else? Yeah, that's it. Nobody. Exactly. She has no friends. She's not allowed to hang out with people or go see people. She has no friends. Especially someone who would be directly opposed to this whole arrangement, you know? Right. So anybody close to her, you're talking her team or her family. Oh, you said team Brittany. You didn't mean like, I got it. Sorry. Yeah. No, team Brittany bad. Yeah. Got it. Not like, oh, I'm Team Britney. Free Britney. Right. No. There's Team Britney, and then there's Team Free Britney. Yeah. (laughs) That's actually a really good point. Yeah. Every time you read something and it's like, you know, source is close to Britney, you just assume it's like a good friend or someone who's in their corner. But Right. Around this time, her conservators signed her up to be an X-Factor judge for a season (laughs) because Britney legally can't sign any legal documents. Well, she wouldn't have signed that if she could, I'm sure. (laughs) Yeah, but she gave the best memes, you know. I mean, she's got the best gifts came out of that. Oh. But then she left after a season so that she could go do her residency in Las Vegas that started in 2013, which is a huge deal that this this Las Vegas residency that she had. It was 
incredibly lucrative. It grossed $138 million. What? So, again, she's capable of doing three shows a week for four years with zero issues, but not capable of running her life. You do the math on that one, please. Somebody explain that. How is somebody able to work that much and that hard, but can't make a decision of like who to call? All because her parents didn't like Sam Lutfi? I mean, is that it? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I can't, I cannot reason with these people. I can't even know. A million dollars went in her bank account almost every single week. And Jamie Spears had finagled it. So he gets 1.5% of the gross revenues for her performances and her merchandise related to the Vegas residency. That's 15000 a week for dear old dad. He better be a damn backup dancer or doing something. <laughs> like for 15000 a week? I just... No, he's just saying, yes, go get your caramel frappuccino. Ugh. She's at risk, but everything she's doing, the X Factor, the residency, all of that, her conservatorship has control over. So he's saying it's okay that she busts her ass to make tons of money, but she can't actually be trusted to make sound judgment when it comes to anything else. But there's a huge financial incentive here. Right. The guy, you know, who said one day she's going to be rich and she can buy me a boat. Well, now she's buying him a whole hell of a lot of boats, a boat a week. I was going to say, does he have a boat yet? Like an actual boat. I don't know. I bet he has a bunch. And if he does, it better be named after her. <laughs> what if he named it Jamie Lynn? <laughs> Jamie Lynn the second. I bought this with Britney's money. I need to know what Jamie Lynn named her baby. Is it also Jamie Lynn? Uh, it is Lynn Jaime. What? I don't know what the baby Oh, is. I was like, <laughs> I'm done. I don't I don't know if money is his motivation or if his motivation is the control or if he really is just a very concerned dad. But I'll tell you what, if I was going to have someone controlling my life and making decisions for me, it would not be an alcoholic who couldn't keep a job. And I I just don't understand why Jamie is her conservator. Like if she has to have one, why is it her parent? Well, and it'd be different if she wanted that. If you want your dad who struggles with substance abuse and keeping a business open, that's fine. But she, right, has said she wants it to be someone else. She has said on multiple occasions she does not want him to be her conservator. My so question why is, when, when this started the very first time, you said that she had to agree. So she signed some... This conservatorship, I'm sure under duress, right? Her kids were being... Yeah, she thought she had to do this to get visitation with her kids because she got them... They were completely taken away. She didn't even have visitation. Why were they completely taken away, though, before this? Because of that incident with the bathroom. Okay, yeah. So what I'm hearing is this is all Kevin Federline's fault, this whole thing. Conservatorship. (laughs) (laughs) i just i feel like if that's Mm. the case okay so she signed it under duress but then when it changes from temporary to permanent and all this like that's up to a judge yeah i guess i feel like there should be more it's like she had one chance to like weigh in and they they kept telling her that it was temporary because first it was it's just till the end of circus and then after circus it's like okay it'll be another four months it'll be another six They just kept giving it to her. It's like quarantine, you know? It's like, it'll just be 
March. It'll be death. You know? And then okay, it'll just are. be March. Just everybody stay home at March. Okay, now it's 2021. Because <laughs> if you tell people it's forever. It's forever. They'll panic. And so then during this time, social media really blows up. You know, Instagram starts in 2010. And finally, she gets to decide more than the paparazzi, like what her story is. Yeah. She'd post videos of her son's birthday, of her painting, of just being like goofy and silly. I didn't know she was an artiste. She's painting. Yeah, she paints. Why are you looking at me like that? I mean, they're not bad. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, if George W. Bush can do it, and I would absolutely hang one of those in my house, then. Sure, Britney's Um, got talent. Okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna send this to you. Oh Lord. Oh. Um Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Look, this thing sold for ten thousand dollars, okay. Shut up. What is it looks like two separate canvases. She sold that that I'm sending you here. Yeah, sold for ten thousand dollars. The one that you're Shut up. <laughs> You're kidding me. Are you going to put these what? on the IG or no? <laughs> I guess I have to now. <laughs> I love Brittany. I love her paintings. They're beautiful. Hey, peeps and creeps. If you do your own rendition of this painting, we'll put it on our Instagram story. That's uh, that's something. <laughs> Life doesn't happen biweekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with Earn In. Earn In is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 a day or $750 per pay period. Just download the Earn In app and verify your paycheck, and then access your money as you earn it instead of having to wait for it to hit your account. Any money you access, including any optional tips, are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. It is a much-needed alternative to predatory payday lenders for people that find themselves in a bind, like a bill due Wednesday when payday isn't until Friday. Or you're like me and you're just getting slammed with birthdays. Why are all my friends Tauruses? With Earn In, I don't have to worry about being late with a gift because I had to wait for payday. Download Earn In today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Creepers under podcast when you sign up. It'll really help the show. Creepers under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. She finally gets to decide what her story is and how her story is going to be told. She never mentions the conservatorship, but over the past couple of years, people have started to wonder if she's sending coded messages in some of her videos. Coded messages? I love a good code. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me more. So a few of the early concerning posts, there were things like 
she'd post a hole in a wall with this like beautiful scenery behind it. And the caption would be, there's always a way out. Oh. Or a photo of a lion yawning with the caption, sometimes it's better to stick your tongue out so you can breathe. She, She posted a video where she said, I'm a Sagittarius. so I'm very keen on freedom. I love freedom. I love independence. How can she not be talking about the conservatorship? (laughs) Yeah, like girl came and walked down the street. But then people started like really thinking that she was crying out for help. And the thing is, if you're looking for signs that she's crying out for help, you're going to find them whether she means them or not. So like she had all these videos, literally her just dancing in front of the camera. And by dancing, I mean like spinning in circles, smiling, People started commenting, like, wear yellow if you're in danger, girl. And then another person commented, spin in a circle if you need help, something like that. So the next video is literally her in a yellow top, just smiling at the camera, walking off, coming in a circle, walking, coming back on camera, smiling and walking off, (gasps) coming back in and doing that over and over again for a minute. And so obviously people took that. As a sign that she was calling out for help. But what can they even do? What are you going to do? How do you help? You can't call the police and say like, hey, Britney Spears is in a yellow tube top doing pirouettes on Instagram. I guess it was just her way of saying, hey, something bad is going on, is what people think. I I don't necessarily know if she even saw those comments. Like Uh, she, I don't think she really has a whole lot of access to her phone so i don't know that she's scrolling through tiktok and reading every comment no she's not scrolling through tiktok because she's over 25 um so am i i scroll tiktok it's for millennials too (laughs) okay oh is it you and your side part (laughs) oh my god with the side parts so mad about all that (laughs) october 15th 2018 Andrew Wallet, who was her co-conservator, yes, was petitioning for a raise. Apparently, he was not making enough money off oh. of this conservatorship. I feel so sad for him. Yeah, this is what the petition said. Conservatee's business activities have greatly accelerated due to her increased well-being and her capacity to be more engaged in furthering her career activities. So she doesn't have dementia anymore then. The next several years promise to be very lucrative for the conservatorship estate. This conservatorship should be looked at as a hybrid business model. The conservatorship is put in place to take care of people. So obviously it shouldn't be treated as a business that makes exorbitant amounts of money from someone who is fit to work. It's infuriating. Why would this be a hybrid... when else would this situation be necessary? Like, it's when not necessary right else now. else right. would this, like, uh, she is an adult. How? I'm, I hate everybody in this. I think the most frustrating thing is that everyone from her team to Lance freaking Bass is out here saying, guys, you don't know what we know. If you knew what we knew you'd know that the conservatorship is what's best for Britney. And again, I do not believe that her fans should be privy to her medical records or what they say. But one of two things is happening. 
and neither of them are good. Number one, Brittany is so mentally ill that she needs a conservatorship to manage every part of her life. But instead of saying, hey, you need a break to take care of yourself, they immediately put her back to grueling long hour work. Or two, Brittany is capable of managing her life, maybe not perfectly, but who is? Name an adult that is. And the conservators continue to keep it pla- keep it in place for some probably nefarious reason, but certainly not for her benefit. Yeah. And I'm leaning towards the latter, considering how successful her residency was. She didn't have any, like, signs of erratic behavior, no missing shows, no lackluster performances. Right. Like, she the give me like- more. She wasn't phoning it in. Like, it was a really good show that people really enjoyed. And how can that person also not be able to make their own choices as a 30 plus year old person legally? Right. She's, she's a better human than me. Cause I would have literally, and I, I get that she enjoys performing and she wants to work, I'm sure and protect her brand. But if I was her, I would have, that music would have started. I would have walked on the stage and I would have just stood there and then walked off like, bye. Well, on October 18th, 2018, Brittany had done four years in Vegas, okay? And she was supposed to announce a new year of the residency. She was supposed to do a performance and then follow it up with an interview announcing the residency. They made this huge to-do about this whole thing. There was pyrotechnics. There was a rising stage, like the whole nine yards. They announce her. She rises up on the stage, walks down this big staircase. She looks amazing. She's waving. She's smiling. She's walking. And then she just keeps walking and she keeps walking and she walks past the stage that she's supposed to do her performance on, just waving as she goes. She just keeps going. She gets in the limo. She drives off. Wait, wait, um, what? Yeah. Wait, she literally just did what I said. She just walked off. <laughs> in January of 2019, Brittany officially cancels the residency. She cited her father's recent health issues. She posted on Instagram saying his colon ruptured and he almost died and she needed to be there for him. Yeah. Girl, you're you're there. That's every day you're there for him. What else are you doing? Right. And how are you going to take care of him when you can't like function? Yeah, allegedly. As an yeah. adult, you can't make a choice of like who you hang out with or like when to leave your house, but you're going to take care of him. Anyways, then March 4th, 2019, Andrew Wallet quits. He quits seemingly out of nowhere. He'd been on the conservatorship since the very beginning, since 2008. He just requested that raise to almost half a million dollars a year. And then he quit. Not four months later, walking away from $35,000 a month. Did he say why? No. But there are rumors that he walked away from all that money because he knew if he stayed, he could be disbarred because of what was going on. Because of him having knowledge of what was going on. But why all of a sudden that? Like, he's... He's always known what's going on. Because of what happened with this residency. Oh. 
When Britney refused to work, Lou Taylor, her business manager, the worst person on earth, created Britney the Zone, which was basically like a pop-up immersive Britney experience so that she could continue to make money off of Britney without Britney's cooperation. Up until this point, up until this residency, Britney had been a good little soldier, very compliant. There, like we said, allegations that Jamie has used Britney's children as a way to keep her in line. Well, we know that for a fact. Well, I don't think we know that for a fact, but I think there's enough. I don't think we know very much for a fact at all in this whole case. Well, I mean, you know, I always come in hotter than you. That's my. (laughs) But yes, I think you can be pretty certain, especially based on like, When she had her kids taken away, when she got them back. Right. That it was, you stay in line or we're taking them away. But she wasn't doing it anymore. Once she canceled the residency in January, she dropped out of sight. No more Instagram, not even a paparazzi photo, nothing. Her Instagram was dark for months. No sign of her. Until suddenly, in April, a meme pops up with the caption, We all need to take a little me time. Smiley face. Yeah, girl. But it wasn't like an emoji smiley face. You mean an an emoticon? emoticon. No, it it wasn't an emoji. It was an emoticon. It was a colon parentheses smiley face. I guess I didn't realize the difference in those. Oh, LOL. Well, Brittany is the yellow or emojis are the yellow ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Laughing, crying. Yeah. But Brittany always uses emojis. She is wild about emojis. Oh, no. Does girl not have a smartphone anymore? Did she get a flip phone? No, I don't think it was her. I think she got a flip phone. She got a pager. She didn't write the post. (laughs) Oh, yeah. How do you know? Because of the emoticon. Or she wrote the post from her Razor flip phone. (laughs) Then how the hell is she on Instagram? (laughs) (laughs) Nerd. God. That's definitely staying in. (laughs) Then how is she on Instagram? Mm -hmm. Okay, so she didn't write it. Maybe. It seemed off. Like, literally go through her Instagram. There are emojis out the wazoo. I mean, we're talking major over you. She loves like, some emojis, but she's going to put a little emoticon. Meh, meh, smiley Well, face. maybe the break, she, like, reassessed her overuse of emojis because there's nothing worse. <laughs> it, it's like, ta- it's something Taylor Swift would do, you know? And then everyone, like, around the world dissects it. But. Right. Then. Okay. Then. TMZ broke the news that Brittany had checked herself, checked herself into a residential mental health facility and that she'd been there for a week and she'd be there for about another month. So people start speculating. Did Brittany really check herself in? And like nobody's heard from her since January except for this one little me time smiley face post. Had she really only been in there for a week? No. And then the podcast, Britney's Graham, they're the ones that overanalyze Britney's Instagram. Yes. 
They get a voicemail from someone saying he can't disclose who he is, but that he used to be a paralegal for an attorney who used to be involved with Britney's conservatorship. Mm. And I believe that Britney's Graham was able to confirm that he had been a paralegal for Andrew Wallet. I'm not 100% on that. The New York Times, who did Framing Britney, the documentary, Mm -hmm. they said in the documentary they were unable to substantiate the voicemail. Like, not substantiate. They were unable to, like, say whether or not the voicemail was legit. Right. I think the voicemail is definitely legit. And this is what it said. He said that Britney had been in rehearsals for Domination, which was going to be her Vegas show, but that Jamie found out she wasn't taking her medication as prescribed. She was missing a lot of doses and just not taking them. They tried to get her a new prescription. She refused. Jamie told her that if she wouldn't take her medication, he was pulling the show. She still refused. So he canceled her show because he has that power, and he said to blame it on his illness. Wait, why would he want to cancel the show if he's so, like, money hungry? All that money's going to come. Well, and that's why I'm thinking that he's not totally financially driven. I don't think that Jamie Spears is some, like, monster evil villain, you know? I think that he was making good money off of it, but I don't think that – I think that it is possible. It is possible. That he does think that this is what Britney needs. But I also think it is possible that he's an idiot. And she doesn't need him controlling her every move. I don't necessarily think that he's got her tied down just so he can steal money from her. Because like I said, her estate has grown under the conservatorship. She's not like funneling money, you know. Mm It's like, also, just be a good dad, and maybe she would just, like, financially help you out if you were just, like, you know, a decent human who is around. Then she was seen driving with her boyfriend, Sam S. Gary. They've been together since 2016. They're still together. Who? This guy, Sam S. Gary. He was a- Sam's. I know. Different Sam, not Lutfi. It's like the fourth Sam, not the attorney. Oh, yeah, Samuel Ingram. (laughs) And Samantha Mogab. (laughs) This was a model that was in one of her music videos in 2016, Mm -hmm. and they got together then. So she's not allowed to drive. So that's a big rule she broke. And then, this is all in the voicemail, he dropped the real bomb. Remember, this is April. He said that Britney had been in the mental health facility since mid-January. Oh, scandalous. Not for one week. Yeah. And that there was no end in sight. He said that she was in there against her will. And someone posted that emoticon post pretending to be her, thinking no one would catch on that the wild about emoji Britney did not use an emoji or possibly just think that she was like using a flip phone. (laughs) Okay, but if you're trying to impersonate someone, don't you at least have, especially on Instagram when like their last post was right below, don't you at least have the like smarts to look down and see oh i should maybe use an emoji unless it's <laughs> jamie spears who's old and used an emoticon on his right. flip phone britney's Graham, the podcast they shared the voicemail in a like 
emergency bonus episode with the title hashtag free Britney and a movement was born. Oh, that's where that came from. Mm-hmm. People started protesting, holding signs saying free Britney and end conservatorship abuse. Protesting where? Outside the courthouses and stuff at oh. the trials. It uh, and just on like street corners. <laughs> It brought attention to the media. It grew and grew and grew and grew. It was everywhere, from the lifelong diehard fans to celebrities wearing T-shirts on talk shows saying, Free Britney. Oh. Jamie told Page Six that this whole movement was a joke, and these conspiracy theorists don't know anything. It's up to the court to decide what's best for Britney. But there are just dots that aren't connecting with Jamie's story. Tabloids are reporting that Jamie and Brittany aren't on good terms. Kevin Federline takes out a restraining order on Jamie Spears, claiming he had a physical altercation with one of their sons. Uh, like his grandson, Brittany's son. Yeah. I don't know. I do think maybe he is a little bit of a monster. I think he's a little bit of a hothead idiot that doesn't need to be in charge of Britney's life. Literally anything. He yeah, be I don't. Anything. And maybe he has a he's a control freak. But like you said, money can't be his main motivator if he canceled her show. Yeah. You know, that's like a hundred million dollars a year that you're turning down there. At what point do you have so much money that it just doesn't even move the needle for you anymore? Like, I don't I know. I mean, he's not making that kind of money. He's making 60 grand a month. I mean, that's not like. I'm sorry. I, look, I don't mean that that's not a <laughs> crap ton of money. Okay. It's like a but year's. that's not. There's a needle there. I guess. So in September of 2019, Jamie actually did step down as conservator of her person temporarily. Ooh. A woman named Jody Montgomery took his place. She's like a professional in this field. She's oh, like a professional yeah, conservatorship. Jody. Yes, yes, girl. But Jamie is still conservator over Britney's estate. I mean, no surprise there. Yeah, but this is a person who couldn't control his own finances. He declared bankruptcy, but he's considered more capable of handling Britney's estate than Britney or even a third party like this bank. I declare bankruptcy. He's also a raging alcoholic, <laughs> was abusive towards his wife, now has a restraining order against him from his grandson, but sure. Aww. Then Lynn jumps in and it's like, Lynn, where have you been? Yeah, I was just about to say, like, what has she been doing during all of this? She starts saying that she wants to have a say in Britney's medical treatments and decisions, Mm. which, again, I can't believe it took her 11 years to do that. This is something I truly don't understand. Why didn't Lynn, if it had to be a parent, which it doesn't, why wasn't it Lynn in the first place? Why didn't her mom have control of the com- of the conservatorship from the beginning? I, I mean, I mean, I, I was just gonna say I don't think either of her parents should have been a conservator. Once your child is an adult, yeah. I feel like it's incredibly unhealthy for a parent to have that level of control over their child. Like she is truly oh overprotected. <laughs> oh, I love that song. Um, just been waiting for that. <laughs> she, yeah, great. That was some foreshadowing. I'm not mm. trying to sound judgy on Lynn. I don't feel like I know enough. Like, you know what? I'll judge Jamie all day. But 
Um, I'm judging them both for naming their other daughter Jamie Lynn. But, you know, all this focus is on Jamie, so he's, like, kind of the bad guy. But I don't know that Lynn is, like, um, I felt indifferent on her, but she, you know, she sent Brittany to wherever, I don't remember, with Felicia. And I get it was because Jamie Lynn was at home, but it's not like she was ever really... It doesn't seem like Mama. But she moved down. I mean, she moved down there with Brittany when she was on Mickey Mouse Club. It wasn't until Brittany was like 16, 17 that Mm. she sent her on these mall tours with Felicia. And yeah, that was because she couldn't leave Jamie Lynn. And what was she supposed to do? Tell Brittany she can't go? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. You know, I mean, so she got Felicia, who had been a longtime family friend. She was an adult like she was older than Brittany yeah to like kind of be her nanny it's like sending your kid to boarding school you know like you're yeah. trusting other people to take care of them I guess it's either nanny with Brittany or a nanny with Jamie Lynn you know I also don't fully understand Lynn and Jamie's relationship like they've been divorced since 2002 but I think they're together but they're not together I don't understand it well and they also- ha- they sure they feel obligated since they literally have a daughter named Jamie Lynn uh, true. I also he's abusive and he sucks. So uh, you know, don't get. I'm not. I'm not ever standing up for Jamie. I don't think he's a great guy. I think he sucks. I don't. I. I also think we need to remember because I think it's very hard to forget, especially when we're dealing with somebody like Britney Spears, that these are human beings that we're talking about. Like this mm-hmm. is a person. They are all people. They're not like villains in some. Disney movie, you know, right. except for Lou Taylor. I do imagine her as like a black haired Disney villain. 1000%. Oh my God. Have you seen the trailer for Cruella DeVille with mm-hmm. Emma Stone? Yes. Oof. Looks good. Then this past, uh, this past July, July 2020, Britney's brother, Brian Spears, he goes on a podcast to talk about his sister and they ask him, what does free Britney mean? And he says, he has no idea. Maybe she's being held against her will in some capacity. Oh. Okay. They ask him if he's ever seen anything like that. And he goes, well, the woman in my family, they're very strong-minded. You know, they want to do what they want to do, you know? And as a guy in this family, that kind of sucks. So the oh. podcast... Right. The podcast host goes, oh, they're strong-minded. They want to do what they want to do. Kind of constitutional. And... <laughs> And Brian kind of backtracks. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, they have every right to do that. But it got this interview got a lot of attention because the family doesn't ever talk about the conservatorship. And Brian said, you know, there was obviously a need for it in the beginning, but now they've made some changes and now all they can do is hope for the best. So the host says, you've had to have asked her about it. And he says, I mean, she's always wanted to get out of it. Oh, he says that? Mm-hmm. This past okay, summer. so what more do we need? What more do we need? Brittany's case has brought light to issues with the conservatorship system in general. This is the first time in the 12 years of the conservatorship that Brittany has made any sort of actual legal move to get out of the conservatorship. Oh, that's what I was wondering, because I thought it was in, just, like, done. Like, it was permanent, mm-hmm. and now there's nothing to... There are things you can do. It's just very hard. Yeah. In August of 2020, she filed paperwork through her lawyer that said that she is strongly opposed 
to Jamie oh. continuing to be her conservator of her estate and that she wants to have a bank take over this role instead. So she's not saying end the conservatorship, take it out completely. That's what she wants. But yeah, she is saying steps. take my dad off of it. I want this bank to have it instead. Brittany also slid this line into this paperwork. Brittany welcomes and appreciates the informed support of her many fans. Oh. This is written, you know, a year after the Free Britney movement has kind of been getting momentum. Okay. Yeah. Then she says, although the sealing motion is supposedly for her protection, and protection is in quotation marks in the document – so although the sealing motion is supposedly for her protection, Brittany herself is vehemently opposed to this effort by her father to keep her legal struggle hidden away in the closet as a family secret. Oh. In this case, it is not an exaggeration to say the whole world is watching. I mean, yeah. Which sounds to me like Brittany was very obviously under orders to never mention the conservatorship at all. Like right. she had this sealing motion for her protection but really it was how is that protecting her well everyone knows about it now yeah jamie's perspective is that britney needs this in place but that it's not like britney's under lock and key like she travels she does stuff but that's not the point the point is she's almost 40 years old she's been able to maintain a very successful career at what point do you have to allow your adult child to go out and make their own decisions and maybe make mistakes and maybe get bad friends, but they're adults, you well, know? But she's not choosing where she goes. Like, people are booking her tours and booking her shows. Like, just because she's able right. to go do things, she's being told where she has to be and when. That's not Well, freedom. and I think she can go to, like, she goes to Hawaii a lot. I think she she goes to Hawaii a lot. She goes yeah. to – and actually, Jamie has now requested all all these states to be added to her conservatorship, mm. Florida, Nevada, and Hawaii. But she has to get permission for anything that yeah. she does. She can't just, like, decide for herself as a 39-year-old multi multi-millionaire that she's going to go on vacation to Hawaii. She has to get permission and all these things. It's just crazy that people that have done really, really awful things, like, I don't know, murdered someone or done something terrible, have more freedom. And this girl, like, shaved her head once, got a bad haircut, and took an umbrella to a car. And it's like, she right. now all of a sudden can't even, like, go to the bathroom by herself. Right. And, I mean, it's possible she had issues with substance abuse, sure. you know. Like, who knows? But she's been but she went to recovery, right? How many some? people – yeah, she did – she went yeah. to promises. And how many people have drug addictions or alcohol addictions? Right. Do we put them under a conservatorship for fear that they might relapse? Is that – that's the only option? That's – it's so extreme. I can't believe the court system lets it happen. I just cannot believe it. Yeah. They've got her in this very protective bubble. And I think it's very possible. Obviously, this is all – speculation okay but i think it's very possible that especially since her father canceled her residency that this conservatorship has done way more harm than good to both britney's mental state and her level of happiness and 
I think you can see that go downhill even in her like TikTok and her Instagram posts. Well, that TikTok you sent me of her like dancing around, it was very eerie. I don't yeah. know. I feel weird about them. Mm-hmm. In November 2020, there was a court hearing and attorneys for Jamie, Lynn, and Brittany were all there. And, and let me just clarify, all of these attorneys Brittany is paying for <laughs> and the public was allowed to be there as well. So I'm talking November, like this past A couple November. months ago. Okay. A couple months ago. Jamie's attorneys argued that there's not a conflict between Brittany and Jamie. But Ingram, Brittany's lawyer, stepped up and said that's not true, that Brittany has stated that she is afraid of her father, that she has told him on multiple occasions that she's refusing to work until he is no longer managing her career, and that that's the real reason her residency was canceled. Yeah, I love how there's like, oh, there's no conflict. Are you kidding? Like, there can't not be. There's a huge conflict here. Yeah. Because Brittany's paying for everything. She's paying for all the lawyers, her lawyers, his lawyers. So there are people with a huge monetary incentive. <laughs> yeah. Newsflash. There's not not a conflict if you have legal counsel helping you work through something with a family member. And if you have to pay for yeah. opposing counsel. There's a huge monetary incentive of keep to keeping this conservatorship in place exactly as it is. Instead of looking out for Britney's best interests, Lynn's lawyers came in and she wants to be the new sole conservator of the estate. The judge in this case declined to remove Jamie as a conservator. What? I have no idea why. But did allow Britney to add the bank she wanted as a co-conservator. And it's so ridiculous that this wouldn't have been put in place in the first place. Like... Did anyone do a background check on Jamie when they made him her conservator? Like, well, what, what on earth made him qualified to be her conservator? Yeah. Also, like, what does it mean to have two? Like, how do they split those responsibilities now? Well, it just means that there will be more oversight because the only thing that Jamie has to do is report to the court once a year. So now there will be somebody else, like, looking at what he's doing. Mm-hmm. And he's always had a co-conservator over her estate. Like Andrew Wallet was his co-conservator for yeah. most of that time. Now, Sam Ingram, you know, Sam number three, mm-hmm. Brittany's lawyer, said that Brittany is a high-functioning conservatee. But like, what does that mean? She's 39 years old, not it's 93. A, it's an if she's moron. <laughs> if she's high-functioning Why can't she have control over her own life? Why does she need this conservatorship? A conservatorship is such a drastic thing to do to someone. It's for people on comas, not for people going on world tours. (laughs) And I get that we don't know what we don't know. We don't know what her medical records say. We don't know what the status of her mental health is. But there are people with severe mental health disorders that are able to manage them without a conservatorship. And also... If she's so against her father being the conservator, okay, keep the conservatorship in place. But why double down on keeping her father in charge? And it's because he argued that taking him off would be detrimental to Britney's mental status, which is so stupid. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the decision makers here, like these judges. I just don't. I don't understand. No, I don't either. As of recording... 
we are recording this, what, February 23rd? Yes. Yeah. So as of recording, the latest headlines made it seem, unless something happened during our blackout, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've been, who's living under a rock now? Yeah. But the latest headlines made it seem like Jamie lost his conservator powers, but that's not accurate. So on February 11th, 2021, there was another court date to address the conservatorship. Jamie's attorney, again, more of Britney's money being spent for stupid BS. Jamie's attorney repeatedly said that Britney wanted Jamie to be the sole conservator, even though she'd filed motions just a few months ago saying she wanted him removed. And unfortunately, her court-appointed attorney, Sam Ingram, didn't say anything to contradict this. Is she in the courtroom? Is she like speaking? No, she's not allowed to be in court because of her conservatorship. <laughs> I figured she, I knew she couldn't, like, I thought she was just with her court appointed attorney. So she's not even there. Mm-mm. No. O M. No. G. She can't appear in court. How can you not appear in court to speak out against the thing that's keeping you from appearing in court? And you can't choose your own attorney. Oh, this is giving me a migraine. So it was just decided that Jamie would have equal ruling as Bessemer Trust, the bank that Brittany wanted to have in place as her conservator. As Brittany's Graham puts it, at the end of the day, it's a lot more of Brittany's money being spent in court without her consent or approval. But at the very least, Bessemer can ensure that her estate is not being mismanaged. Because as it was, Lou Taylor and Jamie were the ones reporting Britney's finances to the court. That was the only accountability measure of the conservatorship. There was no other oversight than that. And Britney has said that she will not perform again so long as her father is in control of her estate. And she's requested that Jody Montgomery's position as conservator over her person be made permanent but with the option that she could seek to terminate the conservatorship in the future. I don't know why she's not already doing that, but again, we don't know what we don't know. Maybe she feels like getting rid of Jamie is like the first step to making that happen. I think she's trying to get people in place that can vouch for her being, you know, a functioning human that Mm -hmm. is like making sound, like making good choices, sound judgment. And then once she gets there, I think then those people hopefully could advocate for her for it to go away. I think she's trying to like kind of build her army. Yeah, I think you're totally right. And that's what's going on with Britney's conservatorship and the Free Britney movement. Most people think it's unlikely that Britney will ever truly be free of the conservatorship. And that the most we can hope for is that Jamie will at least be removed as a conservator. And it can be a third party you know, nobody's father should have that level of control over their adult daughter, yeah. especially when that father was an abusive husband and alcoholic, couldn't hold a job himself. The end. <laughs> or <laughs> dot, dot, dot to be continued. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Thanks so much for listening, peeps and creeps. And an extra big thank you if you had to listen to us seeing and Kristen didn't cut all of that out. But we'd love to hear from all of you. So find us on social media. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at CreepersPod. You can email us any feedback or case suggestions at CreepersPod at gmail.com. And you're welcome for cutting out all the singing that we did. (laughs) Also, a big thanks to everyone who's left us a review on Apple Podcasts. 
But those reviews really help us out in a huge way. So if you liked this episode and you have an iPhone, we'd love it if you take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. They really mean the world to us. You can also review us on Podchaser and on Audible. So if you don't have an iPhone, check us out over there. And be sure. And if you have a flip phone, just get on the computer. Get on the lap. Get on the laptop. <laughs> and, and let me know so I feel better. <laughs> How are they going to let you know? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and be sure to subscribe to True Crime Creepers so you'll have our next episode as soon as it drops when I'll tell MoGab another wild story. About a man that kills a, a woman? <laughs> no, still, still not that. <laughs> Great. Bye, peeps and creeps. <laughs> <laughs>